Well, many of you know that I am a, I think I am at least, <laughs> until I spoke to the person we're about to speak to, <laughs> I thought I was one of the biggest Team Israel fans. <laughs> um, I don't know. After this conversation, you may determine that I'm really way down on the list in terms of real fans. But anyway, Zach Rabb is with us live via telephone. He is the marketing manager for Team Israel Baseball Shop. Uh, TeamIsraelBaseball.com. Again, that's TeamIsraelBaseball.com. And uh, he's also been described, self-described, as a massive Team Israel Baseball super fan. Zach Rabb, welcome to JM in the AM. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much for welcoming me on. I hope I don't drop you that far down on the list. <laughs> oh, believe, my intention in the slightest. <laughs> believe me, uh, whether you intend or not, that's the inevitability here. Um, so I'm just trying to think. Team Israel, you said to me off the air that you've been to every World Baseball Classic game that Team Israel has participated in, right? That's correct. And that includes in countries like, what's the list of countries you've been in with Team Israel? So there have been 12 total World Baseball Classic games that Israel's participated in. The first ones, first three were in Jupiter, Florida, uh, back in 2012 when they tried qualifying for the World Baseball Classic, um, which for your listeners that aren't as familiar, it's basically the World Cup uh, of soccer, but for baseball. Right. Um, and that's the World Baseball Classic. And then in 2016, uh, I was in Brooklyn for three games, watching them actually qualify for the 2017 World Baseball Classic. And then... For the first time in my life, I ventured outside of Israel and America and flew to South Korea for three games in March 2017 and was having so much fun. And thankfully, my work gave me an extra week of vacation to extend my trip and go to Japan for an extra three games. So that's Jupiter, Florida, Brooklyn, South Korea, and Japan. Now, do I get, do I get any points at all because I threw out the first pitch at the, at the, at the Brooklyn opener? Do I, get, do I at least get some credit for that? You beat me on that. I've never thrown out a first pitch there before in my go. life, so finally, I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> finally, I found something that, I, uh, that I've that i done that the super fan hasn't. So one second, our good friend Jordy Alter, who I know for longer than either he or I would ever admit, uh, I know that he travels with the team. Has he matched your record, or have you surpassed even someone like him? I, I mean, I, I'm not going to compete with Jordy. Jordy's amazing. He uh, certainly and is. so much for the team. He he. He has uh, one thing on me. He's sat in the dugout during the World Baseball Classic as the equipment manager. Uh, right. I have yet to be, have been bestowed that honor, uh, so he definitely beats me in that. Yeah, I'm just wondering if he, you know, since 2012, like you, has been following the team like this and going to all the games and stuff. Now, th- the reality is, and we'll get to the shop in a second, but the reality is that if not for COVID, you would have been, I assume, in Japan this past summer. Yeah, that was the plan. So so we were just talking about the World Baseball Classic. It feels like a lifetime ago, but in September 2019, Israel qualified for the Olympics, right? right. And, and I know you had Jordy on your show, sure. and, and you've talked about it many times. But I, was, I spent three weeks in Europe. It was actually my first time ever. Just like I said before, it was my first time in Asia. This was my first time in Europe. I booked a trip uh, straight to Germany, middle of nowhere Germany, spent two weeks in Germany watching... Uh, what at that point was the European Championship, which was the third step that Israel had to take right. to then qualify for the Olympics. The Olympic qualifier was uh, for one week in Italy. So I spent three weeks in Germany and Italy, middle of nowhere. Uh, I had never been there before. Um, so, so the, yeah, the plan after that, which was 
incredible in and of itself was, yeah, I wanted to go to Tokyo uh, last July, and who knows, maybe it'll still happen. Uh, and the Olympics hopefully will, will happen. I mean, all signs are pointing towards they, they will be happening, but in terms of me being there this coming July, uh, I'm not against it. Oh, I know. I know that there's still they still have it on the schedule for this year. Is it in fact in July? Yeah, it's uh, end of July, beginning of August. Wow, I know there's been a lot of talk about either postponing again or canceling these Summer Olympics, which again were scheduled originally for the summer of 2020. But I don't know. They're holding steadfast, and they're they're hoping. I know that athletes, coaches, and those involved will have the ability to move to the front of the line to get vaccinated and. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, get get to a point where they can have a normal Olympics. Uh, honestly, the only reason I want a normal Olympics, the only reason I want this Olympics to take place, is because of Team Israel because they're in it <laughs> because they're in the they're in the baseball. You, you and me alike. <laughs> yeah, they're in the they're in the baseball competition. Zach Rab is with us live via telephone. So in Germany and uh, where did you say was it Italy? Germany and Italy. Italy. So yeah. I mean, were you the only one cheering for Team Israel? Were there hundreds of people who came? Were there I don't know a smattering of applause when something went well for Israel? Israel, what was, what was it like? There were some family members. There were some ah. people related to the, uh, the you know, uh, associated with the Israel Association of Baseball. Right. There were a handful of Jews in Germany that came out to support. There were a handful of Jews in Italy that came out to support. I may have, if I'm not mistaken, I may have been the only person that, you know, invested in a crazy trip from America uh, to three weeks in Europe uh, on my own dime. Um and, and was there at every single game in both countries. There were a few in a few games. There were there were some people that were there for a few games in Germany. There were some people that were there for a few games in Italy. But I'm pretty sure I was the only one. And and the team noticed me. The team appreciated it. It was a lot of fun. And <laughs> and I mean, do you get a chance to interact with some of the players? I would think with a small crowd like that following them around, you'd actually have a chance to, you know, to actually let them know how you feel about the way they're representing Israel. For sure, uh, I've gotten to know all the players. Thank God. Uh, it, it's been great. They've all been super kind to me. Um, all the Israel Association of Baseball people have been super kind to me whenever I'm around. They know that they can show up at a game and I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> they don't even have to think twice. Uh, but, yeah, I've gotten to know all the players, the coaching staff, the scouts, all been super kind, and, and they appreciate my passion because when you're in the middle of Germany or the middle of Italy or even back when they were in the middle of South Korea and Japan and, and a few of them got to know me then, and you're representing Israel, and, and there, uh, many of them are from America originally. It's hard to, to stay connected with that, with that vision of what, what you're trying to do by winning a lot of games and, and raising money to, to help grow baseball in Israel. But when they see me, it's sort of like a – they've told me this. And I'm not just saying this myself. They've told me that I've sort of been like a represent, representation of so many of the fans out there that are waking up in the middle of the night yeah. that are watching and cheering from home, and, and it just fires them up. So they do realize that me and my boys are hanging on every pitch, no matter what time it is, day or night. They, no, they, they do. They see me right by that fence, biting my nails off. But we're doing the same thing from thousands of miles away, you should know. And, uh, exactly. and I take great pride in, you know, tweet, tweeting tweeting a run or the end of an inning or the end of the game, you know, faster than anybody else if, if possible, just to show everybody that I'm thinking of Team Israel while they're on the road uh, representing Israel. Zach Rabb is with us. Do they get the fact, and I, I know you get it for sure, uh, and I know I get it. I got that feeling in me every single time when I see uh, the Yeshiva University Maccabees or Team Israel or anybody who has the Star of David representing our people 
on their uniform. Do they get the fact that they're not just representing Israel? Do they get the fact that they're representing the Jewish people as a whole? A hundred percent. I've spoken with so many of them. Um, and, and that's what's cool about me specifically also is that I lived in Israel for nine years, from 2010 to 2019, got involved with Israel baseball on the ground there. Plus, I grew up in South Florida in the Jewish community here. Uh, and so I have both perspectives. And from talking to me, I'm able to connect with them also on both perspectives, you know, representing the wider Jewish community in America and worldwide and representing those, those young Israel baseball players or even older Israel baseball fans um, or, or expats that now live in Israel that still wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch baseball games and to just connect with their favorite sport. They get it totally. Um, every single one of them, I mean, at least all of the ones that all of the guys that I've spoken to and plus the coaching staff, they, they really, really get it and take so much pride in it. And uh, just to clarify, um, uh, it, it, it was your personal Aliyah, right? That was not with your parents. That was your own Aliyah, correct? I, yeah, I went on my own and lived in Israel for, for nine years. At, straight after high school, yeshiva, university, university again, working. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty special nine years. And to, to go on this Israel baseball adventure, you know, World Baseball Classic, Olympic qualifiers, while I was living in Israel and while I was waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning, to watch baseball games back from America, it, was, it made it extra extra special for me and, and made me extra connected to watching an Israel team on a baseball field. Unbelievable. Uh, just to put everything in context, it's your father, Roni Rab, who uh, has hosted uh, Jewish Radio down in South Florida for decades. And uh, even though I speak to him about once every 10 years, I still consider him a friend, frankly. So <laughs> that, that is my father, and, and I am a uh, Jewish music nut like yourself or, <laughs> since I was born. Uh, I grew in a radio station, and this is very exciting to also get to talk to you and, and meet you well, over I, the phone at least. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And, that. and that would be your uncle who wrote the book about being hijacked. That would be my uncle, David Rabb, yeah. And, uh, and, and that was a plane that your father was on, but your father was like a year or two old, right? Correct. My father, my oldest uncle, David, and three other siblings in between, plus my, my grandmother, who unfortunately passed away last year, were, oh, I'm sorry were all that. on that plane that were hijacked uh, back in Black September in 1970. We've, uh, the Rabb. The Rab family name has has gotten around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no question about. It. Plus, of course, I and now I have to toss this in as we play Jewish geography. Plus, of course, uh, David's daughter-in-law I know since she's a young lady. And that's Ayelet. So <laughs> that's, that's my cousin. <laughs> that's your cousin. So there's a lot. A lot, a lot of, a lot of connections here, to say the least. All right, Zach, I did promise you that we would get to the Team Israel shop. You have done an amazing job. At um, at uh, telling us about how uh, the team Israel and its coaches, players, etc., take great pride. No greater moment in the I don't remember if this was in the documentary or if I just saw it in Brooklyn that night. I always said there was no greater moment for me than when Team Israel took off their caps during the national anthem, and there was no need for there to be kipot under those caps, but there were kipot under those caps. They they got what it is to represent the Jewish people. And I know that it sounds like a small gesture, but it's a really big one, and I'm sure it wasn't lost on you as well. No, that moment, I mean, I was there in person, and you can imagine the goosebumps that I got standing there in person, not just the first time, but every single time hearing the Hatikva. I've heard the Hatikva baseball games at various Jewish Heritage Days at Major League Park, but, but hearing it 
like that in, in South Korea and Japan when they put on the kippas. Um, and, and I'll tell you even something more special. They didn't, they didn't put on the, the kippas during the national anthem during the Olympic run. That was mainly a World Baseball Classic gesture, right. which was incredible uh, back in 2017. But right. when they played a game this past, well, in September 2019 in Germany against the Germany national team, it was, and they played the Hasikva there, and they played the national anthem, and everyone stood on the line and, and kept their hat on at least. And I stood there with my Israel World Baseball Classic keepa uh, in the bleachers, hearing that in Germany. I mean, that was goosebumps on goosebumps. That was amazing. I, and the players I, I, I realized it afterwards. I can't even, even imagine. I can't even imagine. I'm so glad that you appreciate this stuff because it's, it's so vital, so important. And for those who have the ability and it's such an important skill to look back and look to the future at the same time. And Jewish people have had that ability for quite a while. Uh, it is such a, a, such a momentous moment that you're able to appreciate where you are, what happened there, and what is in fact happening as uh, all this uh, pomp and circumstance of the national anthems is going on. Just unbelievable. Uh, how does one obtain the same type of Team Israel baseball kippah like you were wearing that day yeah so it's it's exciting i i've been dying for there to be israel baseball merchandise for so long uh i've noticed there was a lack for a while i can't tell you how many social media messages from friends and from random israel baseball fans around the world who reached out to me said where do we get israel baseball merch where do we get israel baseball merch we want to support far and wide i said okay i i have to help make this happen uh, I have an e-commerce. I have a marketing background. I said, let's let's try to help as much as I can. So, uh, a year ago, uh, put the right people in touch, um, got a shop up and running, and more recently, I was brought on board officially to help revamp the website, make it a beautiful online shopping experience, uh, expand the product selection, uh, and and spread the word and just market the shop. Now that the Olympics are only a few months away, Again, I mean, yeah, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and so the, the website that, that I completely overhauled is teamisraelbaseball.com. Um, you can literally get everything there now. We've made sure that I, I, my goal, <laughs> my goal and, and our goal, our collective goal, Israel Association, is, uh, Israel Association of Baseball's goal is that not a single person in the world who's watching Israel take the, take the field for a baseball game will ever say again, where on earth can I get Israel baseball merchandise? Everything is there, shirts. Hats, hoodies, shorts, kippas. We even have masks now. Um, <laughs> you can get you can get like cute, uh, cute, cool designs or dry fit T-shirts if you want to work out and, and exercise. Literally everything we have. I mean, there's men's sizes, there's women's sizes, there's youth sizes, and ha- we have so many more surprises uh, coming over the next few months. So teamisraelbaseball.com teamisraelbaseball.com six types of caps right now teamisraelbaseball.com six types of caps three different types of keypot five different types of hoodies a bunch of t-shirts some with really interesting designs some are officially dry fit um shorts as uh, as uh, Zach Rab said and and one of the things I'm really happy to hear is that there are other crazy people like me who want this stuff? I mean, you you are. It sounds like you're hearing from a bunch of people, both young and old, who number one want to display this stuff and wear it proudly, and number two want to support the team because you can tell me unequivocally that every time someone shops 
at the TeamIsraelBaseball.com shop. They are supporting the team. Absolutely. We've seen so many pictures. I mean, sales have been incredible since I, since I took over and since I really started spreading words. Sales have been rising, and people have been so excited to now know that there is a shop existing. We just got a, a photo from someone in Italy yesterday, tagged us on Twitter, and he bought, I think, six items, a, a bunch of shirts, a hat, a hoodie, posted a picture from, from his place in Italy saying, it all arrived, it's all beautiful, supporting Israel baseball. I can't tell you how much of a smile that brings to my face. I mean, we see people all across America. I mean, we ship to Israel also. We ship internationally. So there are people in Israel getting a ton of stuff too, and not just American Jews who are baseball fans, but also fans in Israel. And it's so much fun. Who designed the matzah baller T-shirt? Yeah, so I'm so happy you mentioned that. That was the last thing I wanted to make sure to mention because I really think your listeners and just any Jew, any Jewish American or any Jew anywhere who loves baseball will love that shirt. We worked so hard over the month of February to design that shirt. That Honestly, that design came from my head one morning, the beginning of February. This light bulb came into my head. I mocked up a design, sent it to, to a, a professional sports illustrator. We got it ready in a few weeks, got it uploaded, and it's available. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful combination. It's, it's super cool, honestly, of these baseballs floating in, in matzo ball soup uh, and I, I, my goal with that design and with making that shirt and getting it up with a, with a month to go before, before Pesach was just, I mean, if you want a baseball <laughs> shirt, if you want a shirt to wear on Pesach or all year round, honestly, you can eat matzo ball soup all year round. It's actually, baseball season specifically coincides with Pesach. Yeah, so it's actually it's a, a great, it's a, it's a great Holoboy t-shirt now that you mentioned exactly, it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Trust me. Uh, all right. Zach Rabb invites everybody to check out TeamIsraelBaseball.com. TeamIsraelBaseball.com. Uh, place your orders. You'll be supporting the team, and please God, please God. And I know some of you are like, what? This is what you're praying for? Yeah, I think it's important that they play in the Olympics and that the Olympics take place and they represent Israel and the Jewish people the way they've been doing in all these international competitions over the last few years. It's really tremendous. I'm sure you saw the documentary, right? Uh, Yeah, I was in the documentary. Are you in it? (laughs) Are you in the documentary? If you watch it again and you keep an eye out, I I told you, I've, I've been everywhere. It was inevitable. It wasn't like I was featured in the documentary, but I was, I was there. I'm like that, that hallway guy that has a, an IMDb page just for being in the background of a movie. <laughs> that was me a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, is that funny? Now, I think I really have to watch it again. You're going to have to alert me to, to what scene it is. I, I, I was celebrating when Jordy was reading the McGilla in the dugout, so <laughs> imagine how happy I'll be to see you in that documentary. Yeah, I'm toward the beginning during the qualifier round in Brooklyn, and then there's one scene with me and Cody Decker uh, when they were visiting Israel and, and making the uh, Beit Shemesh field dedication. Well, now you, uh, I'm now pretty you, sure that's where I was. Now you see you outdid me because my first pitch didn't make it into the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did interview me, and unfortunately that didn't make it into the documentary. That would have been extra cool if, if my actual interview made it into the documentary. And it is such uh, a great movie. I don't have the name of it in front of me. It's such it's, a great movie. 
It's called Heading Home. Heading it's Home, available right. Team Israel. It's Heading it's Home. It's available everywhere. It's it, available iTunes, everybody, Amazon, you, you name it. It, it, it has. So, I mean, if you have an open mind, folks, it has so much Jewish pride in it, so many amazing references to our tradition and our people, and you just see a bunch of guys that just want to go out there, have a good time, and know in the back of their minds that they're representing Israel and the Jewish people while they're on the field. Heading Home is the name of the documentary. We featured it a million times here in conversations, and when we went to see it, I went to see it in the theater. We were so happy with the result. It was so good. Anyway. It, it was my, it's my new favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> so dress dress the part, everybody. Dress the part of a, uh, of a, a true Team Israel fan. TeamIsraelBaseball.com. TeamIsraelBaseball.com. Zach Rabb is the marketing manager for Team Israel. Zach, thank you. Keep us up to date on all of this, please. You got it, Nelson. Thank you so much, and, and thank you to all of your listeners who, who support Team Israel. Whether you shop or not, just just keep supporting because it's going to be a wild ride come July. It's certainly, yeah, please God. Whenever this Olympics finally take, excuse me, finally takes place, it will be amazing to see Israel take the uh, take the field. Really, will be amazing. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> 